your business. I'm asking you to respect my business, right? But you it's not your touch. business. No, it's my partner's business, but her business is my business. But my business is your and business. And that is not in a hierarchical, patriarchy way. Bruv. No. Bruv. No. In it. No. Is it? No. Is it? It might be. I'd have to check. <laughs> <laughs> check it in the library. Welcome to the show. Welcome to another issue oh, module. Thank you. Module of the Checkpoint Podcast. We are module 13, unlucky for some. I thought it was 14. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. That's let's, Mr. Binkle. That's Mr. Binkle. Mr. Binkle says. Is it, is it 14? I thought it was 13. Hold on. 13 episodes. Yeah, 14. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> done so many now this yeah. is good i say we've done so many and then I look at some podcasts that are out there and there are literally thousands and thousands and thousands of episodes mm. and i start thinking where do we cut this off because there is a, there must be a point with podcasts at which somebody looks at podcasts and goes oh i'd quite like to start from the beginning of this and then they scroll up and they go okay there's there are more than 300 here I don't want to start from the beginning. I just pick. Up. Do they? Do, do, do actually? Do people pick up from where they start, or do they go back? What's the What's the thing? I don't know. I think you have an with with something like this. People go, oh, mobile games. Oh, that's interesting. I'll try that one, mm. and they'll try that one, and then if they are like me, they'll say, right now, I have to hear all of them. Okay, well, that's if they're good. like, I tried. My cousin did it first, and I tried to take inspiration from him we, to watch every episode of Doctor Who. Oh, my word. From the beginning, oh including word. the deleted episodes where there's only the audio and people put together little sort of slideshows of production stills. Oh, amazing. I tried. And? It's hard Did it break you? work. It's oh. hard work. So, because I think Tom... Because in those days with the unions and everything, like they had to nail it in one take, pretty much. Yeah. Because it, there was just yeah, no, no time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bizarre. And um, I did, not that unions are a bad. Thing. Anyway, what I'm saying is, uh, Tom Baker, I think, had advice for someone who was joining the team. Okay. Who was sort of saying, I, um, the pressure is so intense, and what if there's a take I don't like and I want to do it again? They're, they're just not going to let me do it again. And Tom Baker said, it's easy, just do a swear. And then they have to retake it Very because they clever. can't broadcast it. Very clever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, You can't edit. Do a swear. Do a swear. But, Brilliant. So um, we won't be doing that here because it's a family show. Family friendly. So welcome to uh, Module 14. 14, thank you. Of the uh, Checkpoint podcast. Yes. Thank you very much for joining thank us. You. Um Actually, before we get on to what we're going to talk about, because we are going to talk about board games yes. this week. You have done a quiz, right? Yes. Okay, good. Just I'd checking. have to be some kind of hopeless sack of apathy well you've been i'm just asking because you've been very busy this really week busy, mate, like actually, really busy and you've done some good stuff no, thank some you really, some really awesome bits thank and pieces you, kicking you. around if you haven't checked the brexit casting the two minutes that jake has done go check it out it's hilarious mm. i say it's hilarious i've not seen it yet but it's Sorry? hilarious <laughs> oh wow you can't handle it that's you cannot actually wow <laughs> Um, no, I have seen it. It is Wait, very it's funny. Okay. It's, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. You're, I'll, you're... I'll lie. I've already lied to the audience once with the controller earlier this week. So um, you're fasting. I'll... You're cranky. I get it. 
It is Ramadan, so uh, I was going to say Ramadan a ding dong, and then I thought maybe people would get the wrong impression. I, I'm allowed I to say that. Emphatically, was not. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anybody who is fasting uh, Ramadan Mubarak to you all, and yes. um, and we hope that the summer isn't. Uh, it it gets longer. Yeah. Summer solstice hasn't happened yet, so the days get longer. It's hard. I still want to know where you stand on spores. Oh, well. I mean, little we'll get, micronutrients that you inhale. Let's talk about that a little bit later on. Okay, yes, let's get through the video um, games first. Let's do that. Uh, first of all, shall we? can we go through Twitter, Jake? Have you got Twitter up there? Because sure. I don't. No, I mean, mate, my Twitter's been a bit buzzer. <laughs> That's probably better you do. But we have to say hello to at Pablo Bonzo and at Julie Prunes. Yes, and at Pablo Bonslow has been doing some incredible, more incredible artwork for us, actually. It's reached a point where he's contributing more than I am. I mean, and that's the... I mean, he's, That's a low benchmark. He is but our social media... He is effectively our social media manager. But you should check it out. He does a horror radio show or something, doesn't he? Yes, he does. You should, you should check it out because he's a good guy and he he's works a, much harder than I do. Yeah, and he's and, and he's very funny, actually. There's some really, really good yeah. good stuff on there. So you can find out more, a lot more about uh, Pablo. Uh, you can find him at Pablo Bonzo uh, at... Uh, on Twitter. Up the Twitters. Up yeah. the Twitters. Anyway. Fine. Uh, and also, out. hello, Julie Prunes, and sorry mate, we made you impulse buy things when you were drunk. She said that. it wasn't our fault. I know. It was our but fault. But we both know it was. We both know it was our fault. We'll, we'll, we'll get some money together. <laughs> well, well, listen, why don't you... Julie, why don't you message us, actually, with uh, your favourite game on the console i mean i think she said mega drive did she is that what i think she bought a mega drive was it like an emulator yeah well you know how they release those mini snezzes things well no 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 mini snezzes and mini mega drives have you seen these yes aren't they all in one there's like some games on board yeah but i mean it's more important that they're mini what's really important tamir (laughs) here we go yeah (laughs) here we go um but yeah let us know which is your favorite game i mean i um we we've just recently sold our family home. I don't know if there's something I mentioned to you by any chance, Jake. Yeah, here and there. Um, uh, and one of one of the things I'm really gutted about actually was that there was a Mega Drive in there and a Game Gear and a load of games. I've still got quite a few games in Syria because when we moved from Saudi uh, back to the UK, we moved a lot of our stuff back to Syria uh, to put in our Syrian home and. Um, I've still got a stack of games there, but I've lost uh, my Mega Drive and my Game Gear because when they cleared out my father's house, yes, um, they took all of the consoles. So I'm gutted. Who, who's they? We hired a company to come in and clear. Uh, it, it, the house was full of 40 years worth of... And my dad was a hoarder and a Luddite. So you can imagine that combination is actually quite... I mean, there are a few antiques in there, but I mean, they are... Everything to my father, God rest his soul, was an, is antique. So don't throw it away, it's antique. Mm. It's an old yoga <laughs> pot. Yeah, right. exactly. Um, so I'm gutted. So I'd love to know what you've been playing, Judy. It might, might, um, might, might sure. remind me of my times. But we're talking- And also, if you've, you know, if you've bought one of these emulated things, are they good? Are they worth having? Let us know. It's at Checkpoint MZ. Yeah, well done. Thank you. Or at JCAP. Oh, I just won't get to it, mate. There's so much going on. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah, we would we would love to know. And they're cheap, actually. The emulator stuff is... Yeah. I mean, you can get them quite cheap. Yeah, and it's great to be consuming more of the Earth's natural resources. Absolutely. I mean, where, where, where else do we thing. go? Anything to hasten the end game and put us out of the misery of waiting for it to happen. Well, I... Um, let's talk about this after the podcast because I went a bit mental on Facebook with a nuclear post. Oh yeah, I'm happy to. I'm happy to respond to that. 
Okay. Very let's, happy let's, to respond let's to that. that. Let's do that. Oh, after. wow. Let's okay. do that. After. Wow. Wow. Um, right. Uh, board games. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Which there is practically every board game that's ever been made you can now play virtually, can you not? Yeah, pretty much. And what's really exciting now is that we're seeing video game characters and video game games becoming board games. Gotcha. So things like Civilization, for example. Yes. Sid Mears' Civilization, you can get a board game of that. Are you going to make me play Risk in this podcast? I mean, uh, uh, we, we can do if you want to. Oh, I'm happy to. Soft sell. We, I mean, I'm, I'm sure. not here to force anything on you. I haven't. It's not like I've been asking. Oh, other than nuclear power, but we'll come months. on. To, it's fine. <laughs> Listen, nuclear power is a good thing. Anyway, uh, so oh, wait. <laughs> it's like hearing this kind of. What's that? Out of the... <laughs> All the windows, everything. But it's not. Let's press on. So, board game, video games. Uh, risk. Yes. You've mentioned risk. Obviously, that's a huge thing. Well, for it me. was kind of the elephant in the room. <laughs> it's not an elephant. It's a. Oh, it's a way of life. It's yeah, a way yeah, of yeah, life. yeah. Um, yeah. So you've got risk. We've had Monopoly. Uh, there are. Uh, I think I mentioned before Train to Ride. Did you ever play that game, Train to Ride, the board game, when you no. were a kid? No. Um, it was a board game about. If if you. <laughs> If you ticket take the to first ride, not word, train. Oh, okay. ticket, ticket to ride. I had the first word as a verb, and it was kind of weird. Go on. <laughs> well, uh, this was a game where you are a um, what's the word? A philanthropist, if you like. Uh, sure. During, stamp collector. Stamp collector. Yeah, I'm kidding. During, during the uh, during the time in which the American railroad system was being built, and as a kid, one of the things that you had is that you had to build railroads that you owned from city to city to connect. Sure the United States together. It's, it's quite good fun. city Yeah, effect. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. very good. Um, uh, and it, and it, was, it was really, really good. It was based on the turn of the century and it was very good. Now that that's been made into a board game. Right. Um, and, and actually with the rise of graphics and mechanics and devices that we've got, especially yeah. things like um, iPads, one yeah. of the great things that we're seeing is kind of the evolution of board games. So we will see... Um, you know the monopolies and the risks and and everything else that you know we've we've had there the the Yahtzees. I mean it's not necessarily a board game but you you know what I'm oh. saying all of these games that we played yeah. when we were kids the Ludo Yahtzees <laughs> the rise of neo Yahtzees in the Europe rise. is horrific I mean it's the uh, anyway Sorry. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something and I, I had to yeah. self edit that's good um, saved yourself some time later on today I know right. But what's interesting is that these are revo- these are evolving as well. So we're seeing new game mechanics being brought into traditional gaming, which mm-hmm. is quite nice. New animations, different ways to play yes. games, which is quite cool. Like, for example, now you can actually watch yourself being ingested by the snake and then excreted out of the other end of it at the bottom of the board. Yes. Snakes and ladders. Yeah, yeah. Very good. There's, like, a lot of snakes and ladders games on iPads, I've noticed. Well, there are there are also real-time strategy games that have changed. So, you remember those... I mean, we, we call them tower defense games. Sure. Um, and it is when you have to build kind of defensive towers to stop hordes of yeah. uh, ar- armies and people... Could you not do, like, them. a Southeast London version where you've gone to Radio Shack and bought some equipment and you set up a pirate radio station? Set up Caroline Radio. On the top of a tower, high-rise, entire hamlets, and it was like, text me now, text, text. me now. <laughs> Mazzy B. All of that. 
we hold can... the door, hold the door, hold the door. We, we've got enough air now. We're back in a bit, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could. <laughs> I think that would appeal to a different kind of audience. Okay. Um, we could try. I mean, sure. I'd quite like to do a set up a pirate radio station. Could you? No, I actually no, really would. It's really tiring. Too much hard work. Too much hard work. But yeah, so. Um, <laughs> Tower Defence Games is, is quite cool. It's stopping those hordes of people attacking your, you know... Pirate radio station. Pirate radio station yeah. or whatever. But that whole genre has also evolved a little bit. So instead of building towers to defend the hordes of enemies coming to you, yeah. you've now got games that do... Chilingo did it, I think, first um, on the mobiles. Uh, that do the opposite. So you are the hordes of troops going in and you've got to take out the towers. Oh, okay. So... So what's interesting is, is because of the way in which we can interact with these devices, yes. these board games are changing. So is there one now where you play the snake? You know what? There is snake <laughs> on the Nokia. Yeah. That's the old fresh, school. Fresh. Fresh and clean. I wanted to see, is there a new effectively virtual board game? And so what I found was a thing called... As in a virtual reality board game? Yes. Okay. A thing called Board Kings. Yes. Have you played this game? Have you? Gets this thing... Oh, did it make it into your celebrity folder or is it still in the... We're just casual. It's in... It's in there. It's in there. Do you like this I game? I love this game. Do um, you? I, um... I feel this game is the most rabidly pointless thing I've ever seen. I actually really like it. Um... It's very clever. No. It is. Right. It's really actually quite clever. Um, Fine. You don't have to pay anything on it. I think I'm I've flo- I'm level 25 now. And I've oh, been- probably, mate. Or 26, level 26. Right. And I've only been... I'm level 407. No, you're not. I started this morning. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Are you uh, MI5 knocking on your door? No, because they don't know where I... They cannot triangulate where my pirate radio station have is. Have you been playing on VPN? Text me now. Anyway, go on. Um, I love it. I think it's really good. Um, Can you explain? Here's the thing, because for mm. me, it's like playing it in Sanskrit or doing a quiz with you where you have to basically work out what the nutty rules are without any explanation and they seemingly just change at any given moment. It does. I mean, it is. it does take a little while to get your head around it. I have to agree with you. Like I, you. It's, <laughs> no, I, I'm with you on that. It takes some time to figure it out. Effectively, what it is, it's... Um, you start se- with effectively like a blank board game. Yeah, board. it's a blank board. There so are squares going around the outside of it. Yeah, you inherit boards. This whole thing. So you've got to think about it. Is is that you are the board king? So you want to <laughs> accumulate as many game boards as you can. These game boards are all themed. Yeah. Um, it's all based on bunnies, so you've got things like... Um, Mixomatosis. Mix, I mean, Eating your young. Eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. And <laughs> um, being hunted. Yeah. Um, you've got all of, these, all of these things, but these boards are different themes. So, for example, I'm on this dragony one, and if we click on this button What's here... What's dragons got to do with bunnies? Well, exactly. This is the crazy thing. So you can have a look at the different kind of themes that they have here, and you've got... And they're all bunny themes. So you've got Main Road, which is the one that you would have started on. That's the very first board. But you can see okay. as you kind of progress through, you've got carrots uh you've got um sugar carrots and they're all stupid names mega bunny but they're all like themed there's dice age you know so they're all themed on popular culture things jive bunny jive bunny yeah there there's no jive bunny. we could go to we, yeah, we could to but let's not places. go there there's boot camp so you've got all of that kind of stuff so as you progress through the game 
the idea is you've got to work your way around the board and as you work your way around the board you buy buildings for the board you upgrade those buildings in a sort of monopoly-esque way very monopoly-esque way instead of having hotels what you do is you just yeah. upgrade or houses you yeah. just upgrade that the they say so they are and i think you'll find any copyright lawyer would, would tell you that that's radically different it's radically different because mm. what you're not doing is you're not adding houses and then hotels sure and you're not taking um it's only you on that board however fur farms abattoirs go on however yes other people can visit your board and you yeah. can visit other people's boards and then they nick all your coins and they nick your coins or you nick their coins um and you can also place uh, holds on their buildings so that you can get extra bonuses from their buildings. But you're trying to get around the board as many times as you can in order to progress onto the next board. Now, all of this is going on and you've got loads of mini-games going on at the same time as well. So you're collecting cards, for yeah. example. Those cards give you extra gems. Those gems are the in-game currency that you can buy stuff in at the vending oh, machine okay. and God knows yeah, what yeah. else. Um, you also those cards also give you scratch cards that you can buy extra it gives you extra rolls or extra gems or extra police or what have all you all of this is sending a wonderful message yeah. um and i can see you starting to glaze over so i'll just no i wanted to get up some reviews because i wanted to talk about it but, but yeah so so you progress through these different themed boards and it's and the and you can have as you work through the boards and it's and it's quite it is fun. It's addictive. It's not. It is. I mean, you just roll the dice and random stuff happens. Like, well, it's not random. So you see, I've got six times multiplier here now because I'm over level 25. Kind of yeah. Well, I'm over level 25. When you get to 407, you'd be amazed. I mean, you were going to be, you were going to be, next week, let's see where I am. Because I've only been playing this for about two weeks. Literally, for about two weeks. And I'm people hooked. People will not believe that. No, no, but I'm genuinely hooked. And, and what's really nice is I'm seeing people on Facebook. So what it does is it connects you with your friends oh, on Facebook. I'm not doing that. And you, go, and you go to their board. Nah, and nah. so there's a girl who I've not spoken to since I was at yeah. school, Sandy Buchanan. Hi, Sandy, if you're listening. She's not. Um, but... I haven't spoken to her since I was like seventeen, yeah. eighteen, and and, and now all you're of us voting for and, Trump. And, and and now all I'm doing is harassing her on her board, stealing all of her coins. It's great fun. That's lovely. It's Isn't great. That nice fun? to reconnect Occupying. with people and steal from them. It's great. So I I, I understand. You. No, no, genuinely. All joking aside, I understand your frustrations. To understand how it works initially is very weird. Like, I wanted to trade cards for more rolls, and you can't do it unless you get a certain number. So, yeah, there are little things like that. But actually, after you've spent probably two, three hours intermittently playing it, and oh. you've moved from one board to the other, things start to make sense. I, I don't. I don't. It's not. I cannot. Um, I liked this. Uh, I mean, it's a great ruse, this. Okay. It seems to me like it, this is almost the perfect business model. Okay, go for it. Because I like this this review I thought was great, which said, uh, I purchased two promotional packs, That's paying a total problem. of five pounds. Mm. For this, I got 20 million coins. Then somebody just stole all the money. Yeah. And it's like, well, well and the developer says, well, yeah, you, you get 30 minutes where your coins are safe. Yeah but then they can be stolen. Yeah. So it's to, to have in-app in in purchases where you buy resources for real money that then just get stolen... It's not just about That's the money. a work of genius. It, I mean, I, I'm just going to pick up on that because I think it's really, really, really important to note. It's really easy to make coins in the game. Really easy. Um, so when you're doing your in-app purchases... 
it's not really for the coins. You're doing it for the gems or the dice or the or the cards. That's what your in-app purchase. In fact, look, if you touch here, look, well, I'll show you, you what... You touch here. I'll show you what... Just look at the proportion. If you look at the price of these things and how many coins you get, yes. but look at the number of rolls and gems you get. So for four ninety nine, you get 140 rolls, yeah. 75 gems, Jeez, Sam. and four card packs with a minimum of a two-star card in those, right? Now, this is all meaningless. No, no, no. But my point is, is is that for three ninety nine, you can get one point three million coins. Now, you can spend. So, but it's not about the coins because look, if I wanted to upgrade my next building, for example, yeah, my next building here, yeah, without the without the addition of the gems to upgrade it, yeah, is is going to be about 750,000 coins. What? So can I just show you also here? When yeah! I, when I tap here, look at my coin number now. It's 450,906. Gotcha. Right? If I tap it, yeah. look how many coins I get just on one roll. I've That's already, insane. 50,000 coins. F- no, no, it's 10. I got 10. Th- oh, no, more than that. There you go. 50,000. Yeah, it is about 50,000 now. So... That's one roll. So but that's because you're incredible. I mean, yes, but no. I mean, the point is, is that you, when you buy those in-app purchases, you've got to be really clear about what it is that you're buying the in-app purchases for. It's is really it worth easy. talking to a financial advisor about what in-app purchases you should make and what are the best ones for you? Do you do you want to know the absolute truth? Yeah. Don't buy in-app purchases. All games can be played without you having to spend a single penny. Well, except some can't. We've talked about this. Those are paid for, though. Those are paid to win. You can pay to win, but in-app purchases in games like this yeah. that are free, you do not have to spend... I want to know money. what kind of experience everyone else has had with Board Kings. Tell us. If you've had it. Checkpoint MZ. Yeah, if you've, and if you haven't downloaded it, download it. And, don't and download it. Download it. Don't download it. it. Don't download Don't. Do it. Just do it. As some famous... It's really weird, say. this. I think if we were to listen back to earlier podcasts, we were just jollying away. And now there's something going on. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Jake? I'm saying I'm attracted to you. <laughs> and I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it after the podcast. Perhaps. There we go. So, uh, that's, so that's been my, my board game experience. Did really. you play it? I, tr- I tried with my kid. He liked it. He's yeah. five. But he was just like jabbing at the roll the dice thing. And then if there was a thing to do the thing, he did the thing. But, you know, I, I didn't press any of these crazy buttons. Yeah, it's it's good fun. It's good fun. There are a lot of bonuses. Um, oh, but, you know, I feel like with a lot of these games, it's like you have to, you know, I said the thing about Sanskrit. It's sort of like you have to learn another language. Just then you're banging on about rolls and cards and gems and coins and stuff. And I don't know what all those mechanisms are. I don't know what each one does. Mate! You haven't spent enough time. Don't throw it. this on me! It's your fault. It's the duty of the artist to make their work understandable by its audience. Yeah, but. Look the, the other way. Don't give no, me any of that no, Damien Hurst nonsense. Don't start. Oh, with it's a shark in a tank, and if you can't work it out, then I'm sorry, it's not, mate. It's not the artist's no. responsibility. Do art a is pretty ab- picture. Art is about interpretation. No! Yes. Art is about. Uh, execution. I've never seen Mona Lisa cry. 
I don't see it. And I've been to the Louvre. <laughs> I've stand, I've stood there, yeah. and I've stood, and it was at a Ubisoft. We had the Louvre all to ourselves, all I to like ourselves. That. Did you have the paper? We had <laughs> for the for, for Ubi school. days, two thousand and eight, for a yeah. Ubisoft thing. I don't all care. To ourselves. Yeah, I, don't I can't care. see her crying, but everybody else says she's crying. It's not a magic eye. No, but that's my point. Neither is this. No, my point is. Mona Lisa's a bad example. It's just a picture, isn't so it? So is Board Kings. It's a very bad example. It's an excellent example. Well, you've just done a 180. <laughs> I can't wait to get onto nuclear power. Oh, my just word. Warming up. Here we go. Um, anyway, whatever. But Fine, I agree. I, I understand. I understand what you're saying. It is, look, I admit, it's not particularly easy to, to understand games I like, like games this. where you just get in, you know? You just, I haven't got time. I haven't got time. No, that was made abundantly clear this week, Jake. I'm sorry about that. We are very late recording the podcast. Uh, it's quite down to the water. Um, anyway. Fact, if you're so, listening to this now, we, everything we just said, we said five seconds ago. Yeah, I mean. That's how. It, it's been less than 24 hours yeah. since this has that, been that's recorded. That's actually true. Right. Did you have a board game thing? No. At uh, Risk. The, oh. uh, risk, which is great. Uh, which okay, I know. well, if, if Tamar persuades me to play Risk with him, because this is kind of the podcast when we should, if we were going to, then you can listen to it now. And if not, that's just an edit point. <laughs> um, so there are loads of board games. I do want to talk very quickly, and I, it's not something that I've mentioned before, and I, I wanted to, or maybe I did. Risk. But, uh, maybe, maybe. That time you had the Louvre all to yourself. The, the Louvre all to ourselves, which is amazing. Yeah. How the RAF were like, this guy's incredible. This guy's incredible. Yeah. Uh, the intelligence those. services, really. Yeah, yeah, you've um, well, I, I did want to talk about uh, a f- very, very briefly a few games. There is a game called, it's a uh, turn based game. Uh, so you take turns in playing it. It's called XCOM. I don't know if you've heard of or seen it, nope. but it's a 2K game, uh, very kind of uh, a huge following, cult following as well. And it's about aliens that try to take over the world, and then you have to then fight these aliens. Oh, but what like you... the Invaders. Do you remember that series in the 60s? Y- yeah. It was all about it communism. Is, it, is, it, is, it is actually set in that era as oh. well. So the original games were set during that 50s, 60s nuclear. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good fun. Oh, this is why you're just about nuclear. No, 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 no. Uh, nuclear is a whole other thing, and we'll come on to that in a minute, or maybe after the podcast. But the XCOM thing is uh, interesting because it is effectively chess. Right. So you have different characters with different abilities, mm-hmm. and you build your team, team of four, to take mm-hmm. on these aliens. And it is it's almost like checkers, but you can move based on your character and where they can move and how they move and how they attack and what they can do. So mm. it's really, really interesting and really good fun. So it, it's taking chess to a whole other level, and there are many games like that. Mm. Um, there's also uh, Square Enix. Square Enix put out a couple of games, uh, the Go series. So they, I, you may have come across Tomb Raider Go. Oh, these these are like sort of slightly light. No, you're right. Board gamified versions of they're chess versions of the yeah. game. They did Hitman Go, which I which I loved. Hitman Go, <laughs> Hitman Goes, Hitman Goes everywhere. It's a Fruit Ninja. Clone. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no Hitman 
go. Okay. Um, so you know the Hitman games, presumably you would have played yeah, them. Oh, Agent, yeah. Agent 47. Oh, yeah. Amazing yeah. games. So you play them now as chess, almost like a chess, as yeah. a chess game. So these characters almost, there are multiple characters within the within the world that you're playing and you have this chess board and you move them around. I would really recommend, if you like chess and you like board games and you like a challenge, and they're free and right. they're from Square Enix and they are you know they are branded and very well done i would highly highly recommend that you go check out hitman go and uh, tomb raider those those are the ones that i really that i really do genuinely love and then we have to we can't talk about board games without talking about mario party oh Uh, yeah that i think that is uh, the king of all board games which is ironic which is ironic really. considering, the one considering that, board kings isn't really that, that it's my fault it isn't good enough <laughs> yeah, 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 that, yeah. but i think it's really important if you've ever had a nintendo console you'll know that uh, mario party i think it was from the i think i want to say it started on the gamecube i could be wrong but the mario party series started on the gamecube and what that allowed is for four pick four-player co-op and competitive mode within a game and all you're doing is you're going around a board in mario is a different character rolling the dice and you've got every after everybody's turn you've got a mini game and you've got these you know power-ups and everything else and it's really really good fun so and actually i would recommend for you and for spike and even for for kim for you guys to get uh, mario party um, Mario Party. It's really, really good fun. I'm going to do it. So get it for the Switch. We've got it. We play it all the time. The girls, I wake up in the morning, they're either playing Mario Kart, Minecraft, or Mario Party. Really? So, yeah, it's really good fun. What time do you wake up? I don't. They do. Right. <laughs> that, that's a universal. That's my, so that, that's my quick spiel. Sorry, I just wanted to get those out no, there. it was a great spiel. There. It was a good spiel. It was an important spiel. Thanks. I was trying to find a knight of the British Empire. Like I was wondering if Sir Philip Green was, because I was going to say something like, funny how he, you know, he walks three paces forward and then one to the side. <laughs> just, but I couldn't find one, so the joke didn't work. And I, I wasted properly interacting. You could with have done. You, just you could have done Serene Livingston. Yeah, but is he? Is he a sir? Or is he, yeah, he is a sir. Serene Livingston. Does that mean he's a knight though, necessarily? Yeah, because knights. KBE. Yeah, KBE knights are sirs, aren't they? Yeah, but sirs aren't necessarily knights. Yeah, they, they are. They can be OBs. Can't they? they? Oh, who cares, man? <laughs> Literally. Who... If you know the answer... <laughs> Welcome to Nobility Chat. <laughs> With Speaking Baron of which, Tamir. actually, yeah. it reminds me of another game. Oh. Um, and this is King's Crusades. I think it's called a paradox game. And... That's like a board game. That's like a very, very... Actually, you would love this, but you would also hate it. Yeah. With such... Probably options with such With such Ooh. fervor, it would be incredible. the button on my phone. This is a um, medieval simulator game. Yeah. Um, and... Where you die of scrofula, age seven. Well, yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes! Yes. You are in charge of a kingdom, right? Right. And you... And it's set in the medieval times, so you have to find suitors and marry off your family and raise a thing and you've got to get nobles in place and you've got to start wars and it's very very complex it's very complex so much so that i still can't get my head around it but they are there are people that play these games that literally play nothing else Mm. um and they create uh, uh, and by the way it's very important to note that these are very historically accurate 
um, figures and uh, kind of battles and stuff. This sounds to me, though, slightly like... Uh, I have known people in the past, okay, yeah, who have said things like, um, I just have this feeling like, you know, I, I, I've had past lives. Okay. I'm like, okay, what? And not one of them's ever said, I was just a peasant. Then I toiled in the mud till I was about 24 and then pegged it. Never that. So I was a sort of princess in a castle, like, but You're my like, father didn't understand James, me. James, stop that. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's, it's, it's never, no one is ever just a completely bland, nothing surf who just has maybe, a pitiless existence and maybe it's, perishes. Maybe it's because in their part, because it's past lives, right? Maybe they just cherry pick the best lives. No, I no. And in your subconscious, that's what stays. No one's like, yeah. I'm really trying to really upset Jake today. Well, well, let's let's move on. Do we do the quiz and then the nuclear? Because then people have the option to just drop out. Yeah, we can do. I mean, I've now got new tracking software that allows me to figure out whether or not they are going to drop off. Yeah, well, that would be interesting. (laughs) Literally, you are voting for the content of future shows after the quiz. Yes, excellent. Right. Here we go. This will be a lot of fun. We're going to have fun. Just have fun with it. Are we? Have fun with it. Just have fun with this, Tammy. It's a lot of fun. Question one. I have a bad feeling about this. What was the inspiration for the weapons descriptions at the beginning of Tom Clancy's The Division 2? What was the inspiration? For the descriptions of the weapons. Apparently there were slightly odd text descriptions for the starting gear. I mean, I'm now level 23. Is this the Division or Division 2? Uh, it's the Halfords League. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, you just read the question. Read the question again. Division or Division 2? The Division 2. Okay, so the one that's just been released. Really? The one that I've just been playing. Oh, really? The one that I'm level 23 at, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I played uh, it for 16 minutes. I'm 12, level 23. I've actually sunk a lot of hours. Yeah, you actually wouldn't believe Probably about 60 hours. Right. No, I'm not even joking. Were there, were there odd text descriptions for the starting gear? Uh, I don't look at the... No, I don't... No, 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 I don't look at... I look at the attributes of the weapons. So, sure, and, and, and actually, really early on in the game, it's really hard because you've got to try to figure out... The yeah. upgradable system. So in the division, always, always set up a spreadsheet, guys. Always have a spreadsheet. Well, you say that. <laughs> you say that, and actually, it wouldn't be a bad idea. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie to you, because you have different manufacturers for different for different gear, and you've got different gear. So you've got knee pads, holsters, gloves, armor, trousers. So you knees and, and toes, <laughs> knees and toes. <laughs> Um, you've got the whole lot, and then within those, you have different attributes, and those different attributes have different health and armor and skill sure. levels. So it's a very simple fourteen-column analysis I've run. Well, it's a bit more than that, I would have thought. Like genuinely, if you if you were gonna if you were gonna actually put it in a spreadsheet, I think you're yeah. looking at at least eighteen or nineteen rows because you need or columns because you need to also think about the mods that you're going to be putting into them. As oh well, God! So. Right. Um, so the answer to that is, is I don't care because <laughs> yeah. I. I'm now, like, level 23, and I don't care. Wow, you might enjoy this. 
Um, the odd text descriptions for the starting year. Hold on, hold on. Now you're not going to do question two. Question three. Oh, yeah. Should we okay, not move thanks on with the very next much. Questions? I do apologise. I mean, it's been, I know on. it's been so long since you've done a quiz that you may <laughs> have forgotten. Since I engaged in this you know, so. I'm so sorry. Right, okay, let's step it up. Question two. In the Egyptian-themed levels of Crash Bandicoot 3, <sighs> what? There are hieroglyphs of what on the walls? Crash. Crash. Write some of these down now. No, you don't, because they're all wrong. Well, not necessarily. Question three. American film director, producer, and screenwriter Seth Gordon, mm. whose most recent work was Baywatch, the movie, which I thought was it. actually hilarious. Um, Sorry, he, he was interested in adapting uh, what game into a movie? What game into a movie? Yeah. What game? Okay. Uh, what was his name? Seth Gordon. Oh. Seth! Uh. <laughs> Master of the universe. Um, I, I know it's wrong. But so right. But I want to say World of Warcraft. Okay. Um. Or Starcraft, maybe. Might be StarCraft, actually. StarCraft. Uh, Starcraft. Question number four. Three. Question four. Number four. Four. What was the second one? The question Bandicoot. Oh, yeah. That's right. Sorry. Question number four. The average gamer age, what is it? I would say... What I would say 30. I would say... <laughs> I'd say 32. 32. Thank you. Thank you. And... Question five. What percentage of game players are male? I think this is in the US. <coughs> are we talking... Um, talking about people are we talk, are we talking about... Genitalia? Are we talking about what platforms are we talking about? Because it makes a huge difference. All platforms. Uh, including mobiles, tablets, everything else. All platforms. So what proportion are male? What's the percentage? You see, that that's a really hard question because a lot of people that play mobile games or iPads or whatever, they don't, they won't identify as gamers. Mm. So somebody who plays Candy Crush, for example, for yeah. example, my sister or, or Aisha, my wife, would play stuff, but they won't. They don't identify as gamers. You talk about identifying. Um, have you noticed it on a lot of uh, Twitter accounts? People, Where is this going? People put in their him, bio. Him, she, or him, he slash him, or she slash her. Yeah, yeah. I always thought it would be fun to jazz it up a bit and be like, she slash him. <laughs> or better, for, in my case, it slash that. You know, because I'm a monster. Let's do it. I'm a monster. Um, so that's a really tough question, actually. I don't really know... You were asking for the percentage of women. What, or men, as one will probably give us the other. Or the men. With a little bit of a... So you want the men. To be okay. I would, I would say eradicating the uh, gender fluid types. Sure. Um, I would say we're probably looking at around... I'd say 50-50 now. 50-50? Yeah, I would. I would. It can, it, that is assuming, of course... 
Of course. Of course. Of course. That these women that play these games are identifying as gamers. That, that's that's. If not, if not, I would say it would be more sixty forty. That's of course. Okay, let's go back through them then. Oh no. It's <laughs> fine. So, uh, first of all, we asked what was the inspiration for the weapons descriptions at the beginning of Tom Clancy's The Division 2. The odd text descriptions for the starting gear were inspired by Swedish military veteran and developer on the game Rasmus Kutzlicker. Okay. And his experiences while serving in the army. I'm not sure how you, but Kunstlicker had served 11 months in the Swedish military and stated that the equipment that they were given wasn't reliable and would often frustrate them. Nothing worse than a frustrated Kunstlicker. They can never perform. No. So, uh, question number two. So, you, you, you didn't know, so that was, that was a... That was a <laughs> Thanks. I'll put that in. You don't Thank need to you do this. Thank you very much. Thank You've you. already recorded So much work you make. I'm sorry. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 3. In the Egyptian-themed levels, there were hieroglyphs on the walls. What were they of? Uh, apples. You said to- apples. It should have been apples, shouldn't it? Do Damn you, it. Do you, I'm going to let you have apples if you want apples. No. It wasn't apples. And That's it wasn't Crash. It was. <laughs> uh, black dogs that are speculated to represent Morgan T-Dog. Now deceased, a pet mascot of Naughty Dog. And the Insane Trilogy kept this reference intact. Oh, that's interesting. Thank you. That's very interesting. Well, that's the point of the quiz, really. Oh, it is, really, but you never get it. But it's it's just nice to know that you're getting there now. I am being baited. I know what's happening, and it's working. (laughs) So, Seth Gordon, who is alive. (laughs) Uh, He's alive! Uh, he wants to um, turn Super Paper Mario yes. into a film. Yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. I do remember that. Yes, you do. I remember you that. You don't I remember Why would you remember that? that? I remember that. Why would you remember that? I thought it was that? stupid. I thought it was the most ridiculous mm. thing of all of the Mario games. Yeah. Well, he said, I'd love, comma, really love, comma, to adapt Super Paper Mario into a movie, a movie that will constantly switch from 2D to 3D. In five years, 3D cinema is going to be really big. No, it's not. No, that's no. It's no, not. It's no it's I mean, no, it's not. Really We've tried it with TVs so, and uh, yeah, 3D technology's no, fallen by the wayside. Let's yeah, not go there. Yeah, really. Good. So. Nil uh, Yes, you said boil a walk off for that. Uh, the average gamer age is, you said 32, mm. it's 35. Ah, I but I mean, that, I, think, I feel like I should let you have... No, 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 uh, no, because I was going to say 35 and I thought I'd drop it down a little bit. Um, interesting. But. Well, I think it would be fair to say, I, I was going to say this at the time, I was going to give you a leeway of 5% on the gaming ratio percentages. Out. I'm still out. For the male-females thing. Oh, for the male-female, okay, yeah. For the, male the gender female. ratio of players. Okay, fine, fine. Right. Now, you said 50%, and then you were, like, self-describing gamers, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be 60% male. 55% male. So you were bang on, man. You were just bang in the sweet spot. Thank you. Thank you you very much. You got a point. That means you can... How many cumberbatches do I hold? You can transmogrify that into a mega clunge, and that takes you through to... Oh, this is a family show. ...to the stupefy rounds. Now, if you want... You can play your docker now. Do you want Ooh, to play your docker? I think I'm going to have to play my docker. He's played his docker. Let's check. You're going to have to do Oh, something. and it's converted into a toad. 
excellent, oh, which I will use in Mario Party because a toad in Mario Party yeah. is a good thing. Good. Good. That good. was a good quiz. Good. I actually really Thank enjoyed you. that. That was good. good. I wanted you to. Thanks. I care about you being happy. I know, and I care about you. Okay. I'm just going to leave it there. We'll say bye-bye now, and now we'll discuss nuclear power. Yeah, just before we do, thank you very much for listening. Yeah. Um, you can get us on all of our normal platforms. Go to yeah. CheckpointMagazine.com or go to our Twitter, uh, at CheckpointMzine, uh, for interactions. Um, just a quick housekeeping while Jake's got his head in his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Funny because it's true. Very quick housekeeping. We are releasing the magazine at some point. We're just working. We've had to deal with some technical issues because we want to do some cool stuff with it. So as soon as we have that, um, we will let you know over Twitter. For those, the minute you said technical issues in my head, I saw you knocking a cup of coffee over your laptop. (laughs) (laughs) No, it wasn't that. It's it's actual back end issues for the magazine. And for those of you that have asked for the back end issues (laughs) for the for the. Uh, Patreon stuff. Thank mm. you very much. Please don't. Uh, don't I'm, I'm going to actually hold put the hold on the Patreon page because I need to redo the tiers. So for those of you that have asked, thank you very much. He means he needs to cry again. I, I don't. I, I want to get rid of it. It's too complicated. I'm looking at it and thinking it's just stupid. So yeah. don't go onto the Patreon page. People just pledging yet. one pound will get a badge. People pledging two pounds will get two badges, some crisp bread, and a poster. People pledging three pounds will get a special handshake, a crisp bread, two posters, and two bad. It's insane. I, Patreon is impossible. I well, Patreon. So that's all the, of these things. That's these the problem. You've actually just identified it. I've identified it. it. Um, you. You've the problem is is that I have I think twenty five tiers, and actually I just need th- I just need three, and and that's even the problem. three is too what I, you know. So there we go. So I might yeah. want to think about a spreadsheet. <laughs> okay. Go on then. Come at me. No, 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 no. You need to start with your proposition for the two people that listen to this that are <laughs> friends with you on Facebook <laughs> and haven't muted you. <laughs> Nuclear. Nuclear.